Hey, Tap and Step listeners, it's your friend Greg Tepper. Wanted to drop by to let you know that this is a very special podcast, a very special episode of Tap and Step in that it doesn't have step. Instead, I caught up with Dave Campbell's Texas football six-man football insider, Granger Huntress, of course, the venerable sixmanfootball.com, to talk about the 1A playoff brackets. We go region by region, talk for about a half hour uh, about the best of six-man football playoff action coming your way. Of course, we'll have complete coverage at texasfootball.com, but we hope you enjoy this very special episode of Tep and Step, minus the step. We finally kicked him out. Okay, bye. Welcome into a very special episode of, I guess, Tep and Step, although it's only the tap. Uh, I am Greg Tepper, managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and I'm joined by the six-man football insider for Dave Campbell's Texas Football. You know him as the guru of six-man football from sixmanfootball.com. We're joined by the great Granger Huntress. Granger, thanks for your time, my friend. Certainly glad to be here. Um, you know, anytime I can try to fill the shoes of step, you know, <laughs> one uh, barbecue that... plate at a time, one barbecue <laughs> plate at a time. <laughs> he will, he will very much appreciate that. Well, we, we, we brought you on because nobody knows six man football in the state of Texas quite like you. And, and we want to break down, uh, the brackets, uh, that have come out for class one, a, uh, go, go region by region. Uh, we'll start in, in one, a division one. And, and I guess we'll start up, up at the top region one, um, I, I look at this bracket and I think it, it, it may be, um, I think it may be an interesting, uh, region in the sense that I wonder if there is a favorite in Borden County. And yet it seems like there's a lot of landmines, uh, for them to navigate just to get out of their own region. God, yes. Um, you know, this, you look at this and it's, Happy, Petersburg, you know, Knox City, O'Donnell, Borden County, Kroll, Spring Lake Earth, and White Deer. Uh, many of those have all in the last four years made deep runs in the playoffs, right? So, uh, you know, Spring Lake Earth obviously knew. Um, White Deer made quite a run last year. Uh, it, it's, it is a brutal one. And, and everybody thought this was a down year for Borden County, and then they've kind of picked it up. So, um, you know, I am, you know, leaning towards, you know, saying Spring Lake Earth, if there's not, if it's not going to be Bourne County, but would I be shocked if any of the other six teams weren't there? I mean, I don't, you, you can't consider happy out. Um, yeah. I, I, I would say that if I had to, pick you know a top tier a, 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 a tier one and a tier two the tier mm-hmm. one teams are white deer spring lake earth borden county and happy right yeah um and that's a narrow range on this um i i think that uh, there's been questions you know how many two seeds are gonna win this week well there could be quite a few the best game which is going to be our you know Dave Campbell's uh, game of the week is Spring Lake Earth versus White Deer, you know, mm-hmm. and that's right off the bat. Two teams that played 64-63 uh, seven weeks ago. So 
Uh, I don't know, man. A lot of explosive. I, my prediction is they score a lot of points in this region. Yeah, this is, the pretty, this is a pretty <laughs> offense-heavy region, and, and I think that you're right. Spring Lake Earth, it's, uh, Spring Lake Earth and White Deer, I think, is probably the, the, the showcase matchup there. Uh, but but that's the thing is that, is that yeah you know you're, you're right that kind of that top tier there uh, with, with Borden County Spring Lake Earth White Deer and Happy but I also think like look I think if 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 Knox City gets the right draw like that's a that's a good team you know that's a good team that that I think has played a tough schedule that uh, you know obviously the district champs you can't count them out but I don't know if you can even pencil them into the second round because I think O'Donnell no. is a is, is is a really under is, is maybe a, a, perhaps an underrated team. Yes. I, you know, and, and, but yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent. O'Donnell has played the schedule, has done well, hasn't really done well against the top, top competition as much as they would like to still an up and coming team, man, Knox city is such a wild card in there that they mm-hmm. can, they can score. Um, they, you know, they have played so many, you know, explosive, good games. Um, like I said, I, they are just a notch below those first four that I mentioned, um, and then I would, you know, I would go with O'Donnell, and then you know, it's weird to say Petersburg and Kroll at the bottom of that. You know, two teams that we know have gone, you know, far in the state playoffs. Yeah. But uh, I, I, you know, no, I do, I, I, I do like Borden County. Uh, I like Spring Lake Earth. Those are my top two. And if you'd have asked me after week five, I'd have said, I'd have said, oh, this is White Deers. I, that's the team I really look forward. But I'm, I'm not so sure. Um, that's why I am so pumped about Thursday's game with White Deer and Spring Lake Earth. You know, there's another Etheridge and uh, playing for Spring Lake Earth this time around. So yeah. that's, well, it's, that's it's, another. It's, that strikes me as the kind of game that's just going to like, it's going to set the terms of the rest of the region. That like whoever yeah. comes out of there, you know, obviously, you know, I think I think we're, we're comfortable saying Borden County is going to be a comfortable favorite over Kroll. But uh, that, but at the same time, I think I think either White Deer or Spring Lake could could challenge Borden County in in, in a regional in what would be a regional semi. Right, and then at the other, if you said Happy and Knox City, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you pay good money to see that game. Yeah, that's that- another game. That's another game you want to see. Um, I just. You know, I, how it plays out. I, I really, really like this region as yeah. far as competitiveness and, and, and watchability. Yeah. We're moving down to region two now. And, and this is another another region that I think is, is pretty loaded. Uh, I think a lot of eyes are going to be obviously on, on Rankin uh, for good reason. Uh, but, I mean, uh, th- them, the, district, the champions of District 6, but I think both – of those by district matchups between district seven and district eight, whether you're talking about Ira and Westbrook or you're talking about Sterling city and Hermley. I mean, those are both real showcase matchups in the first round that again, like you, you could, you could wake me up in a week and tell me, uh, and, and tell me four or five different combinations of by district show uh, by district matchups there, or rather by district results. And I would believe you. It, it does seem that that stacked there. Yeah, I, I I'll, I'll I'll disagree with you a little there. I the Ira Westbrook game is an amazing ball game. Uh, I really you know I think the the reason is is Ira has has been a playoff team over the years. They have kind of been under the radar this year, and Westbrook's kind of been the 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 new person on the block. Hasn't been to the playoffs in twenty years. 
how will they react, you know, and, and what is really a local game, you know, between those two schools. Um, they, you know, so I, I think that's a good game. I think Sterling city is just such quality. I think mm. they, I, I, you know, I, Ira dismantle, you know, took care of Hermley. And I think, mm. I think Sterling city's quality. So I, I, I think that one's going to be a little bit more, uh, not as close of a game, uh, and and what concerns me, you know, and then unfortunately, you know, Fort Davis Garden City, um, you know, Fort Davis uh, got the number one seed in that district based on a forfeit from Van Horn, who's mm-hmm. been in quarantine, um, just you know, only played a few games. Not you know, unfortunately, they have to you know play Rankin. I think Rankin will take care of business. And, you know, Garden City with the experience and Fort Davis, there's a lot of history, you know, around that. So that'll be a good game. But I, I, I see personally the winner of Ira and Westbrook um, out there playing whoever gets out of Rankin and Sterling City. And I, you know, I think Rankin's the, the class of, of Division One. Uh, you know, had an injury, um, had, had some players sit out, uh, you know, some games had some injuries, got beat, you know, flat out got beat um, uh, by Borden County. But I do think healthy, they are the the team to to, to fear. And uh, not that Sterling City isn't. I, sure. You know, that's why I think the second round is going to, you know, is chock full of, of great matchups. Yeah, that's the thing is, is I think that there's a real argument to be made that, you know, with respect to both Ira and Westbrook, that the winner of that Sterling City and potential Sterling City ranking region, you know, regional semifinal um, would be, I mean, probably the favorite to come out of the region. And I think you can really make an argument that they would be the favorite to, to make a, a state semifinal. That's, uh, you know, obviously there's there's quality up there in region one, but but there is it does seem like region two may in fact be the power nexus of of division one this year. Yeah, and there is so much strength in division in, in uh, regions one and two this year, and I, I would say that whoever comes out of region one and two, mm-hmm. it, this is one of those where we're talking, you know, we're, we're talking about people's health a lot, you know, we're talking, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's COVID or just numbers or, or nagging injuries. When you have to run a gauntlet like Spring Lake Earth or White Deer or Borden, you know, what's going to happen? You got to win two or three games to get to that semifinal, you know, really tough, tough, tough games. What kind of toll is that going to take? And who stays healthy? It's going to be a war of attrition, I think, who shows up at AT AT&T. And so now let's move on to Region 3, where I think – I'll I'll, I'll be honest. I I look at Region 3, and and you're the expert, not me. I look at Region (laughs) 3, and I think a lot of this depends on what you think of Abbott, that – um, there, there. If you think that if you think that Abbott is the real deal, they're ten and zero. They have they've been really, really impressive. We know that Coach Terry Crawford can coach them up there. Uh, if you think that they are they are the real deal, you could see them getting out of that. You can see them winning that region. And if not, it feels like and maybe maybe I'm going a step too far. It feels like the default answer, if it's not Abbott, would be Union Hill, who has also finished the year undefeated and has looked very good in in, in, the, in the way. Exactly. No, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. I do believe Abbott's the real deal. I, uh, I, I, you know, a couple of years back when Abbott won the state championship, uh, I didn't pick Abbott, you know, uh, and uh, no, I'm not going to pick against him. I, I, 
Union Hill is the unknown. They haven't played a whole lot of games. Uh, as you know, as we wrote about earlier in the season, they had a lot of travel trying to get games. It's really tough. That consistency, um, we will see how it affects them. Uh, you know, if they you know get past Bryson and you know play an Abbott team. Um, so that that is it's a yeah I like Abbott. Um, yeah. The top half, I you know Blum after a slow start and rebuilding years really looked good the last few uh, weeks. So yeah. uh, that's pretty exciting for them. Um, but you know it might be the year where a team like St. Joe or Leverett's Chapel um, makes a little run. You know, yeah. So that would be cool, and especially you know as 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 somebody who I I know. Six man football tends to have kind of a uh, deja vu a lot. You had a lot, a lot of the same teams kind of rising to the top. It does seem like there's a there's an interesting kind of next layer of teams that are on the come up. You know, like we were talking about a little bit with Blum last year of of you know first time they made it to a state championship game, first time they've actually won a state championship. Um, you know, there there maybe is that kind of fun depth, and this is maybe where you see that uh, in Region Three. As we move down to Region Four. Um, this to me, this is a, a region that I think probably comes down to, well, I don't know, because I'll, I'll notice one thing on, uh, your, the veritable six man football.com. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but no, I know, I, I know from looking there that your numbers really like water Valley, um, a team that at five and two, uh, maybe, you know, they've had, they've obviously had a very strange year. Um, I think the the the, uh, the the common wisdom is probably going to be to lean towards a team, uh, you know, basically the district champions. Where you're talking about May, Jonesboro, or Lakey, uh, but that other that other district champion in Water Valley, I know that uh, you know, just judging by your numbers, uh, you think you think pretty highly of them. What a weird season for Water Valley. Um, <laughs> you know, they they skipped the first three weeks because of COVID, mm-hmm. then they get crushed by Westbrook and Borden County to start the season, score a total of eight points. Since then, they have scored 70, 62, 63, 56, and 60, you know? Um, And that was against Highland, Irene County, very best, Eden, and Paint Rock. So it wasn't like it it was against the Sisters of the Poor. It was, you know, they, they finally, you know, like you said, it takes a couple of weeks once you're back into it. Um, some of these teams who missed the first week or so took them a couple of weeks to get going. They are in the true essence of a wild card, the wild card. Um, you know, that, that region's good. I think the, the May Irene County game is going to be really interesting to see. It'd be a lot of fun to go see that game. Uh, I like May a lot. I, I know when we did our, our personal picks, I took Lakey. And there's a reason I did, but there is, um, it was very difficult to get me off of May because all season long, I've been thinking it's going to be May, uh, going to the semifinals. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I had to reevaluate everything, you know, Jonesboro's in there. Um, Irene County can, can, can score, uh, you know, uh, Good quarterback, you know they're 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 new to it. I just don't think they're up to the task with May, but I think it'll be a heck of a game. Lakey, I really like Lakey, and then um, Water Valley. So to me, a big game is Water Valley Lakey, and seeing 
you know, if what Hunter Williams can do, the quarterback for Lakey got a, a little bit banged up last year, um, you know, in their, in, in, in their, before their, one of their playoff games. So that's why I like them. Um, but, but I'll tell you what, um, I wouldn't be shocked if, if, you know, if, if May totally embarrasses me and wipes everybody out in that region. So yeah, it's, I'm, I'm prepared. It's, it's, I'm prepared for that. Yeah. It's a, it's a deep region. It's a deep region with, with a lot of, with a, with a lot of quality there. And, and, but one thing I will ask you, and this is kind of a, a six man um, kind of trope is probably the wrong one word, but, it, but, but traditionally, when you talk about the the strength, especially in Division One, you talk about the West. You talk about Region One and Region Two. Uh, do you do you see any reason why, how, uh, or why we can see a team from the East? Because remember, you know, look, the the reigning champ is from the East, right? The reigning champ is, is from Blum. Is there c- can you see a team from the East uh, taking home the title this year in, in Division One? I can. Um... It's hard, you know. I, I would say it's seventy-five twenty-five, mm-hmm. um, but it, let's not forget. I, I know several players sat out. There were a couple of injuries. It was a crazy game, uh, but you know, Rankin came back to beat Lakey by a point, right? So those teams have already played and may think that they're two of the best teams in the state. Right? Um, you know, maybe somebody slows down. Uh, a team from the, you know, I think we talked about, you know, region one, but region two also is a lot of scoring on those, on those sides of the ball. What if somebody slows them down like an habit, you know, really kind of changes the game, shortens the game. Uh, those are the kind of things that I think have to happen. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure if a, if a team like Lakey or uh, May could, could win a shootout with one of them. You know, yeah. they both had uh, close games that they've lost that have been shootouts against quality opponents. So um, I, I think the object is, you know, cut down on the number of possessions each team's has, slow the game down, and uh, try to get those turnovers. Just, you know, typical, you know, strategy to, to try to um, slow one of those explosive teams down. So let's now matriculate over to division two to the to the division two bracket and start with region one where you know we knew when realignment came out that there was going to be a little bit of a, a vacuum there because if, if for those who don't follow six men uh uh six man football as closely as as you do uh motley county uh in in uh, got moved from district two all the way over to district seven we'll get to them in just a moment but uh, suddenly there is a bit of a vacuum there in, in region one. And it seems like it could be anybody's ball game. Um, I think I look at maybe three teams. I, I went with a hipster pick and I went with Anton. Uh, I think Anton, uh, they, 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 they tickle my fancy a little bit. I like the bulldogs, but the chalky picks probably groom and the team maybe the, I don't know if dream on is probably a bit too strong, but, uh, but Klondike, the undefeated district champions, uh, have certainly emerged as as uh, a certain contender in Region One. Yeah, and I, you know, personally, you know, I, I wouldn't sleep on Follett. You know, mm. undefeated as well. Um, you know, this region has some of my favorites. If you're going to change nicknames, I'm just going to say it. Um, <laughs> Wild Dorado, Wild Dorado should be the Wild Dorado Wildmen. You know. <laughs> 
and I, I, I'm sticking with that. I, you know, I wrote about it. I, I really, I really feel like that's, you know, a lot. If we could, if we a missed could opportunity. To me. Yeah, and I, you know, I think it's something the school board should should want. And Anton, I think, should be the Anton Shigars. Um, you know, <laughs> for for you know, that's my Cormac McCarthy reference of the day. So. You know, <laughs> I did not. I did not expect. I did not expect a no country for old men reference in our one A bracket preview, but uh, but yeah. here we are. Um, yeah, no. So those are my those are my two picks. But no, I I I, I like groom, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I I just feel like uh, they've been um, they're they're a solid team. You know, they they've they they've played really well. Uh, since a, uh, um, uh, you know, s- since an early loss to Happy, um, mm-hmm. you know they did beat they they did beat uh, Spring Lake Earth pretty solidly, uh, you know, in a game that was added. They did <laughs> the, the the interesting thing, you know, is is you know all, all you know you know how how they adjusted all their other games. So um, you know the the. They had a bunch of, you know, that, that district was a, a, a forfeit, a forfeit, you know, and then they've had, mm-hmm. they had to go into COVID protocols themselves and, you know, then played uh, a game that was moved several times against Wilderado the, uh, last weekend. So, you know, their health concerns me. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, Klondike is an interesting pick. Uh, you know, I'm just not sure if they played the level of competition they needed to, to get ready. You know what I'm saying? A uh, little bit weaker schedule, um, a, a lot weaker schedule actually. Um, but you play who, who's in front of you. Um, I feel like also the fact that they, you know, they did have a couple gaps in their season, you know, mm-hmm. um, where, you know, where they didn't have to play a game at the right times, but they had games in between there. You know, there's something about staying healthy. We talked, we've talked about this, staying healthy consistently, and yeah. then also getting a little bit of rest. I think that that's their advantage. Um, you know, and then, and, and then I just, uh, you know, I, I like Follett. They've, you know, they've been there before. Um, I also think they, you know, they didn't play um, much of a schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they, you know, they had, they had a, a, it was just, you know, it's, it's tough sometimes with those teams. There's a lot of variance on those teams. Uh, and we see it in the 28 years I've done this, you know, teams come and go out of the, out of that um, panhandle region in, in especially in the division two area, the smaller schools where there's a huge fluctuation from week to week and year to year because of um, just numbers. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you hear that all the time, especially once we're getting down in the division two bracket where we're, where staying healthy is, is not just, not just critical. It is the whole ball game. And, and yeah, so, uh, but yeah, one, a division, you know, one, a division two region one, uh, strikes me as, as, as relatively, you know, it's, it's uh, a bit up in the air and, and we'll, we'll kind of see who, who gets out of there. I know, uh, groom is a team that, that is, is, is off to a, a great start, probably installed as the favorite, but, but I don't think it's, it's overwhelming that they are, they're the favorite. Let's move to region two now where I want to issue an, a, a preemptive apology to Lorraine and Chillicothe. I want to, because the good, good programs. I like those towns. I like those teams. I have a lot of respect for them, but, uh, 
we're, we're just waiting for Valmarie Jayton, right? We're just like, that's, that's, that's what we want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is, this is, this is like when we were looking at some of those regions in, uh, uh, this is the region of death as, yes. as we would, we would say, cause it, you've got Valmarie Jayton in Motley County mm-hmm. and, you know, normally we would also say Blackwell, um, probably a little down this year, but, you know, they had a great game with Lorraine last week, back and forth. So mm-hmm. we know they can put on some points. They both played good competition last week. So, um, you know, they'll, they'll be ready. And, you know, I, I think that's kind of good. You know, you play a, a, a – that's why I think, you know, Jayton and Montley County kind of have huge advantages this week is they played a tough game last week. Uh, it might be a little bit of a letdown, but they, they've kind of got that mentality. It was like a playoff game atmosphere last week, you know, between right. those two schools. You know, Balmeray has just been tough, you know, not – they are, in my mind, the favorite. But they've played mm-hmm. two games since week five. Yeah. And how is that going to affect their preparations? Now, they've got one of the greatest coaches, six-man coaches of all time. And they've got tradition and they've got the players. So we'll see. But there's still that whole unknown of how how ready are they. So Right. Yeah. Um and then well and then, you know, look, there is there is the the looming presence down of 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 course the uh, a state finalist from from the in, in, in Motley County. I think if you just overlook um, you know, one, one thing one one thing we're fond of saying around here is that there's a, there's a clean side of the bracket and there's a dirty side of the bracket. And when you take a look, they're in the clean side of the region. They're in the they're in the yep. side of the region you want to be. They don't have to see Balmeray or Jayton. They they would only have to see one of them to get out of there. And we know we know how talented they are. It's, it ain't a matter of talent; it's just a matter of putting it all together. Right. No, it is. And you know, having maybe a a cleaner uh, path to that re- to that uh, region final could be huge uh, because uh, that game, you know, the second round games uh, be- between Jayton and Balmeray could be a, um, man, it, it, that's, that's, that's going to be a big one. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it could take a lot out of a team. So let's matriculate over to the other side of the region and let's talk about region three. Where you've got, I think teams. I think there are teams that that maybe um, uh, you know casual six man football fans have have heard of and and, and are familiar with, uh, particularly Strawn, who who made that that fantastic run earlier in this decade. Um, they're they're in that mix as well. Of course, their rival Gordon on the other side of the of the mix, uh, Throckmorton as well. Uh, the team that interests me probably the most is Fannindale, out of Ladonia, undefeated, um, a team that I think. It, it's probably fair to say has at least overachieved my expectations from the from the beginning. But they, it, you know, if if you want to say that if you want to install Strawn as the favorite, I think that's within your rights. I would say that Fannindale would absolutely be, in my opinion, the, the chief challenger to Strawn. Yeah, that's it's some of those East Texas teams are really hard to get a grip on, you know, to really yeah. understand, and you know. They are, I, I would say, you know, Fannindale Morgan in the second round. If if Morgan beats Gordon, uh, you know that 
because that if you're looking at first round games, the one that totally intrigues me is Morgan Gordon. I'm just curious yeah. to see what happens there. I saw Morgan early in the year, and you know that very first week, and they were missing a bunch of players. They've come on strong. Uh, really like them, uh, but just just curious to see how they match up against Gordon. Uh, they're favored, but you know we'll we'll see how that pans out. Um, uh, to me, Strawn is the prohibitive favorite in this district after after mm-hmm. what they did to Gordon um, last week. But Fannindale is the is the huge question mark. I, I just yeah. uh, have zero feel. I have zero feel. It's not like they overperformed. Um, it's they performed, and we really don't know what it means because of who they played, right? And yeah. there's really not a whole lot of crossover between who they play and, you know, the rest of the state. Yeah. It's, so it's, when, it's, a, it's an that's the odd problem. That's region. especially a problem this year. Yeah. 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 Most certainly. And it's, it's an odd region that I think, I think that you're right that, that, you know, I think the chalky pick is strong, but they are by yeah. no means like the only team there that can threaten to win that region. Um, so it's, it, it figures to be a lot of fun there in region three. Now let's move to region four and, and we have to talk about the elephant in the room, which is the nine time state champions and the defending state champions in Richland Springs. And, 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 and here there, there's two things I think most, I think again, most casual fans would be like, well, it's Richland Springs. Of course you, you just pencil them into a, to a regional final and state championship, et cetera, et cetera. There's two things about Richland Springs that have me a little bit on edge. One of them is Calvert, who has been excellent. And I know in talking with their coaching staff before the season, they want another piece of of, of Richland Springs. They have been gearing up for that all year long. That's part one. The other part, hey, who has Richland Springs played? Because I'm looking up and down their their schedule, and Cherokee's a nice team. But Cherokee played them within within a score. And other than that, I think you can make a real argument that the team they're playing in the first round in blanket is the, is the, the toughest team they've played this year. True. I think this is this plays into what we would normally be talking about the East bracket and you know mm-hmm. it teams like Calvert, uh, Fannindale, you know, all those schools that, that aren't playing a lot of crossover games, Richland Springs is totally there this year in that mm-hmm. group. Uh, their schedule has been uh, limited. Um, you know, they've, <laughs> you look at it and you're just like, who? Um, I mean, just, just, just to put a fine point on it, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to interrupt. Let me just put a fine point on it. Here's who they've played. They played Austin Royals, a, a decent six-man team from, from the private school ranks. They played Darrozette, who's 0-9. Uh, they played Fort Worth Covenant Classical, again, a decent private school team. They played San Antonio Feast, uh, you know, a homeschool, okay, you know, okay, private school team. And then they go through District 16 where, you know, I do think Cher- – I think Cherokee's a decent side, but – I mean, I don't think that they, I don't think that the, that's a world-beating Cherokee team, and they only won by three points. And it's like, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm certainly not trying to bury the nine-time state champions, but it does. I think we just don't know yet about the Coyotes. Right, and, and let's let's also remind 
people who don't know is Cherokee's been in COVID protocols for the last 10 days. They are not mm. even going to be able to practice until Thursday. So, mm. um, they, it, it's not, I know, I know Jerry, uh, Burkhart, their coach is, it, you know, is, is doing the best he can. He, he's probably not, he's probably a little more tense than he ever has been for a first round game in a long time. And, yeah. uh, just, you know, this is a, this is going to be a weird bracket. You know, I was, you know, originally you look at it and it's got Calvert playing Dimebox. I mean, Calvert hasn't really played much lately either. True. Uh, they traveled a ton early to try to play Borden County, try to play Rankin, you know, but they, they spent a day on a bus to go play those games. You know, they, you know, and then got beat pretty badly, but at least got some good experience, saw some speed, you know. They really haven't had a whole lot of pressure, you know, mm-hmm. been put in pressure, pressure situations in a while. Um, Dimebox, same thing. It's only played a handful of games. So um, is this going to be a good challenge for for um, Calvert? You know, a Dimebox got beat by Oglesby pretty handily uh, last week. And then, you know, like you said, Cherokee's got a lot of speed. And that seemed to give um, Richland Springs trouble, which then tells me, well, I think Calvert probably going to give them some trouble too. Um, yep. So, I, you know, it's it's a young Richland Springs team. Uh, I, I don't think this was, you know, one of their bigger teams coming in. So I, I personally have to give the edge for the region to, to Calvert. But again, uh, I, I like uh, Richland Springs, and we don't know about Oakwood. You know, who knows what yeah. Oakwood's going to come up with? Um, they've, 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 uh, you know, they've played some games over, over time, but you know, they're they're again another team that really hasn't played anybody. But who knows if they have some speed, um, may present some trouble with to Richland Springs uh, in in a second round. Yeah, Re- Region Four. I think because of the unknown, like it's just it's just a bit of a mystery, and and there's just so much we don't know. So let me close this out on on on, on Division Two by asking you a, a question. I give you Region Two or the field for the state championship. Who are you taking? I'm taking Region Two. Mm-hmm. Just because I've got three teams, I think can win it in yeah. there. I think I think the numbers kind of even out. Um, now, yeah, I, to me, that's uh, those are three. Uh, just I, 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 you know, I picked what Balmoray to come out of there, mm-hmm. and it's just because I've stuck with them all season, and I know as little about them right now because of you know, the way their season, all, everyone's seasons played out and, you know, Jayton and Motley County played at a, such a high level last week. that it, uh, um, we know what to get, we're going to get from them. So, uh, whoever comes out of there is, is got to be the, uh, out of that region. It's got to be the favorite. He's Granger Huntress. He is the six-man football insider for Dave Campbell's Texas Football. See his fine work both at texasfootball.com and at the venerable sixmanfootball.com. And follow, follow him on Twitter at sixmanguru. Uh, Granger, appreciate your time, my friends, and uh, enjoy the week. Thank you. You too. 